This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business once again. We've got a great episode for you guys tonight. We're going to be doing a mock draft, and we're going to be breaking down some more prospects because tis the season. So again, I'm Michael Bauer. We got uh, Porkman, we got Nate, and we got Chev. Hope everyone's doing great tonight because I know I am. So let's bring up this mock, and tonight we're doing a startup mock draft. Everyone's got that itch right now, don't they? I know you guys do, don't you? Hmm. Is anyone doing any startups by chance? No. Being good this year. No. Yeah, okay. same. I uh I got suckered into a C2C startup. <laughs> okay, you can only draft players from power five schools. Ah, one of those. Gotcha. Yeah, it's for beginners. So which kind of stinks because uh Kevin is the guy I go to uh for a lot of my C2C advice because you guys are in all my other C2C leagues and he's in this league too. So, well, now you can go to us for this league. Yeah, I'm actually trying to do it so far by myself, um, and I'm doing okay. So let's talk about this mock real quick. We got the whole Dynasty Rewind crew in here. We got some other people uh, chiming in. I don't know usernames, so I do apologize. I'm going to do the best I can and try to figure it out. Maybe if Sean or Bob know, they can go ahead and throw it in the private chat, and I can kind of work my way through it. So this is going to be a startup mock draft. And if we're drafting any rookies, we're going to draft a kicker instead and then they will put in the chat who that rookie is so um bob whenever you want go ahead and fire it up all right we're doing a quick clock tonight 30 seconds and let's see where maddie goes first and this is Superflex 12 team and it is a tight end premium if that is correct bob mm-hmm. nod your head yes. all right very good it is so he all right, Maddie goes Jonathan Taylor first off the board. Wow. How do I turn this? Can you guys hear the noises? <laughs> yeah, I what a pick. What a pick. So I went Josh Allen at the one, two. Do you think anyone takes any rookies in the first round? No. No. Not, no. Not this year. All right. So third pick, we got uh, Chase Vernon from over there at Fantasy Intervention. Uh, great guy. Check his pot out too sometime. Lots of fun. About 19 live streams a week. He was up to it one. Is he going to time out? It's coming down to For the wire. Real. All right. So he got uh, gifted Najee Harris at the 1 3. Now, this one here, uh, this is, I believe, one of our patrons. This is Cruz Ruiz. 
if memory serves, if the logo uh, looks right. So let's see. Uh, I think I got the sound to shut off too, by the way. So sorry about that. Unless, or do we want it back on? Because that was kind of cool. Uh, I don't think we need it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. No. All right, just make it sure. Oh, boy. Good start. Two timeouts in a row. All right, so now we got Patrick Mahomes off the board at the 1-4. So just looking at this draft so far, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, Najee Harris, and Patrick Mahomes. So no wide receivers yet. So let's see uh, what the B-League says. That's just Dan Rozier, a DFS guy. Man, is Dan going to time out as well? What is going on? Hang on one second. Bernie all down. My God. <laughs> all right, Kyler Murray goes off this. a one five. But that's all right because Nate's Nate going to time out as well. No, you better not. I hope not. <laughs> no, this is an easy pick for me. Mm-hmm. Got to go Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's stud right here. Nate, there are some rumors flying around about Lamar Jackson getting no. traded. That, that's no. I was going to no. say that ain't going to happen. Not happening. He's Baltimore. It's, it's happened. It's, it's it's just he's going to be here a long time. For sure. Uh, the 107, Joe Burrow goes off the board. That's Steve Ryers. Ryers, hopefully I'm saying his last name right. And then uh, Will Harris, part of the True North crew. He took Justin Herbert at the 1-8. And now we got Phil at the 1-9. Let's see what Portland Talk about goes. a playoff just hype. Joe Burrow going over Justin Herbert. How about it? That would not have happened at the beginning of the season. No way. All right. He took the wrong Jefferson. He took Justin Jefferson at the <laughs> one nine, our first wide receiver off the board. Chev, you're up at the one ten. It looks like Porkman has figured out which Jefferson is more valuable now. So that's good to see. Well, but I'm gonna go point, Jamar yeah. Chase. All right, so Jamar Chase at the one ten. I don't hate that at all. Can't go wrong with either one of those guys. Lumberjack. Is that um is that Zach? I think so. Think it is that is our newest. Kind of looks like it. Yeah, I think so. That's our newest contributor, Zach Duarte. He took Dak Prescott at the one eleven. Which let's see, was there any other quarterbacks? Uh, it was Jalen Hurts. He's not actually a quarterback. Trevor. Lawrence. <laughs> He's about to say something <laughs> smart. I mean, Jeez. <laughs> so uh, Bob Van Duzer with the wraparound. He takes Trey Lance at the one twelve. Let's see what his second pick is here. Bob Vance takes Lance. Look at that. I like just just had to happen. All right, and George Kittle. So he's he's going uh with the San Francisco stack here. So it's kind of interesting. Another tight end off the board. It is tight end premium. So in case you're wondering what's going on with all the tight ends, Kyle Pitts at the two two. Uh, that's Zach. So and is back up to Chev. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the tight end, too. Mark Andrews. I don't hate the it. connection is so good. I do not. So, all right. Hold I'm very up. interested by Bob going with George Kittle as the tight end one. Yeah. Travis Kelsey still on the board here. Not anymore. Okay, not anymore. So, <laughs> Travis Kelsey goes off wow. the board. Too Talk about a tight end run. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How about it? Just going to let those like good players drop to me. Thank you. You're going to get something good. So, uh, Will Harris back up, took Justin Herbert at the 1 8. All 
lots of uh, empty silence. Great for the podcast. We got DeAndre Swift. <laughs> so DeAndre Swift, the third running back off the board uh, at the two five. Steve goes with TJ Hawkinson at the two six, and that's back up to Nate. Yeah, I got some choices here, man. Um, just looking at the board, running back is so thin. Yeah, I don't feel like anyone I want here is worth it. I'm actually going to kind of reach a little bit according to ADP. I'm going to get AJ Brown. Okay, so AJ Brown goes off the board at the two seven, and Dan is now on auto pick, so he was gifted CD Lamb at the two eight. This is just really interesting because Nate's talking about running backs: Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. You know, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb. These are guys who are all really high draft picks, you know, this time last year, or even in a sense, you know, early September, October. And now there we go. So uh, Cruz times out again. CMC goes at the 2-9, but it's just amazing. Might not have gone there had he make... Had he made a, a pick. I uh, also do want to say uh, Chase did time out. He does not want people to think that he took Najee Harris intentionally. So uh, <laughs> in case you're wondering, he did not mean to take him there. Cooper Cup goes at the 210, and I'm on the clock now. I'm over here yakking away. Uh, let's see. I am going to do something here. All right, so my I'm looking wide receiver. This might sound odd. But I'm taking Debo Samuel over Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. Hot I take. do believe. I don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I just like the way he plays better than Tyreek Hill. I know that sounds weird. That offense is getting a little older. I think uh, Sky's going to be the limit with uh, Trey Lance and Debo Samuel. It's going to be good. So now, uh, Matty Big Chest, who doesn't look like he's actually active on the app right now, he does have the wraparound. Um, and he is about to time out. So let's see what he does for two picks via the computer. Oh, Alvin Kamara. Oh, he's and an ageist. He's not happy about that. No, he's not. <laughs> well, Maddie, I love you, but you're not here to do anything about it. So, <laughs> so let's see what the computer does with uh, with his next pick here. And again, uh, if there's any rookies, we're just taking a kicker. And just kind of plugging right. them in. So, you know, tight end premium. What are we going to be looking at here? I'm just looking at what's left. All right. So, uh, Maddie goes Austin Eckler, which I feel like he would not have made these two. I feel like I'm going to pump my second yeah. quarterback position a little bit here. And I might go for an older quarterback uh, looking at running backs there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and in eight seconds, I am going to pick Dallas Goddard. Oh, my wow. my options were between Waller, Fryermuth, or Goddard. Um, Waller is getting older, and this is Dynasty Startup and Pat Fryermuth. I don't know what the quarterback situation is like. At least we know about the rapport between Goddard and Hertz for this year. And I would imagine if they do replace Hertz at some point in time gonna have a good rapport with whatever quarterback comes in so after that chase takes javante williams cruz takes tyreek hill at the three four the b league says also known as dan rosier gets gifted dan Devontae adams at the three five nate we're back to you yeah here we are and uh <clears throat> it's, it's not i'm kind of done kind of done at this point 
But I got seven seconds to make a pick. So I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and pick J.K. Dobbins. Um, I think he's a top 10 running back for fantasy football going forward. He's efficient, and I think he's going to get the workload uh, enough to be an RB1 for the next couple of years. All right, so you're taking him over Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers. Yep. Coming off an ACL. To- All right, hey, listen, you believe. You believe. Um, after that at the 3-7, Steve goes with Jalen Waddell. Will Harris is up at the 3-8. Dawson I mean, Knox time? No, not oh, DK Metcalf time. <laughs> DK Metcalf time at the 3-8. So Pork, it's back up to you. I'm just looking, I mean – it's just interesting to me. Yeah. I'm interested by how many tight ends have gone off the board already. Yeah, I'm, I just the the Dobbins pick there. I don't know. There was some guy. I mean, I might have drafted a little bit differently, is all. But I don't. Dallas Goddard pick. I might have drafted a little bit differently. I'm just. the three nine. Chev, you're up at the three ten. <laughs> I'm saying quarterback play. He's got a few years left in him. We'll go Safad Diggs. Yo, the <laughs> Dallas Goddard good. pick had me tripping for a little bit. I was like, man, I think Mike's gonna go Javante Williams. Nope. I thought Dallas he was so. Goddard from the top rope. I love it. I'm almost leaning like zero RB anymore because every time I draft running backs high, they just get hurt. Mm-hmm. And I end up picking up guys off the scrap heap anyway. So I might as well. You know, take a, a premium quarterback. I took a, a great wide receiver, and it's tight end premium. I got a young and up-and-coming tight end. So, I will um, say there was a couple wide receivers I like overall in a vacuum more than Dobbins that were still on the board. Okay. But I, I can't go zero RB. I just do, doesn't mesh with my beliefs in building a team. I don't know if I need to go RB heavy, but I needed a guy that I could trust. and I think J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins is a guy I can trust. Is Gus Edwards coming back next year? Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, they we worked know. well. Oh, he's years, taking Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. All right, Zorb. All right, there we go. So Take let's, a let's risk here, but catch up here. So comes back. Chev took Stefan Diggs at the 310. Antonio Gibson was picked by Zach. Joe <sighs> Mixon and Barkley <laughs> um, <laughs> were taken by Bob. And then our first rookie at the 4-2, we got Brees Hall. By Zach, so that's interesting there. Chev, you went with Deshaun Watson. Um, let's see what other quarterbacks are there because Justin Fields was taken after. So you're taking a guy over Hertz, Lawrence, Wilson, Stafford, Rogers. We don't know what's going to be going on with him. What's your thought process there? I mean, if he comes back, this dude is a top five quarterback right from the get go. Man, we've yeah. seen him, he's taken a terrible team with the Texans, he's done great things in fantasy. If he comes back, he's going to be a top quarterback no matter what. With the rushing upside and also throwing, I mean, the dude can do it all. And we've seen it when he's in the when he's in, he's top five. Now, if this was an actual startup, you know, full however many rounds, would you be picking up value start like short term guys later on? You know, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously not him, but guys of that caliber, maybe a Daniel Jones someone to fill in your lineup in case Deshaun Watson doesn't come back. Yeah, and I think I think I'd pick up Davis Mills. I mean, they're not going to pick up a quarterback later on in the draft this year. There's no reason to. Their team is terrible. 
Davis Mills is going to get the chance to start again, in my opinion. That's an easy guy mm-hmm. to plug in and play, and it's somebody that I can get super late most likely as well. So I think Davis Mills is a great pickup if you're looking for somebody just because there's no reason for them to be good. I mean, they're not paying their coach $100,000 probably to take losses, but um, we've seen it's possible in the NFL that there's somebody uh, does that to their coach. All right. Um, so after that, Port goes Deontay Johnson at the 4-4. Will Harris takes Justin Fields at the 4-5. T. Higgins at the 4-6 by Steve. Nate, you went with Russell Wilson at the 4-7. Thoughts on that? I'm hoping for a comeback year. You know, I think this is off year. He missed a couple of games. Seahawks just didn't seem to, you know, have really put it together. There's some rumors going around. I don't know if for fantasy I'd want him to stay or go, but Russell Wilson, I mean, the upside that he offers you, if they ever let him cook especially, you know, I think he's worth – the pick here. I think he's a great quarterback too on my team. He's got plenty of years left in him. Um, you know, he hasn't really dealt with any major injuries in his career. He runs a little bit, but he's very efficient and doesn't get hit a lot. So I think Russell Wilson is still value this year. Okay. All right. Let me make my pick here. I'm going to go do this and then i'll keep going um all right so then after that dan back online here he took travis Etienne at the four eight and then cruz takes jalen hurts at the four nine darren waller goes to chase at the four ten i took trevor lawrence at the four eleven it took him over guys like matthew stafford uh aaron Rodgers. I, I just i wanted to get young i like building around young quarterbacks in a super flex league still believe in trevor lawrence's talent i blame urban meyer for his last season our second rookie goes off the board. Matty Big Chest takes, uh, well, the kicker was Justin Tucker, and he took Garrett Wilson at the 412. Then he wrapped around and took Matt Stafford. I came back and took Nick Chubb, so I kind of voided my zero RB strategy there. Chase takes Chris Godwin at the 5-3. Cruz takes David Montgomery at the 5-4. Sorry, Pork, you can't get Dawson Knox because he went at the 5-5 to Dan. And Nate, it is back up to you. Rigo. That's a great pick. And I am taking Rodrigo Blake and Chip, one of the best kickers in the league behind Justin Tucker. But actually, I'm taking Traylon Burks because I think at this point, um, looking at the wide receivers on the board, you know, I'm willing to bet on the upside of Traylon Burks. Doesn't have a landing spot, hasn't played a single snap in the NFL. But his upside is the same as some of these guys that are getting picked in the first and second round. So I'm willing to take a swing on him in the fifth and believe that something good's going to happen. Okay. All right. I don't I don't hate that at all. Uh, Steve takes Mac Jones at the 5-7. Steve doesn't believe in rushing quarterbacks, apparently. <laughs> apparently, he does not. He's the Joe Burrow, <laughs> Mac Jones. Um, he's like, fuck that rushing ceiling. Will Harris takes <laughs> DJ Moore at the 5-8. <laughs> Phil goes with Aaron Rodgers at the 5-9. Chev, back to you at the 5-10. Yeah, I'm going to go with some youth here. I'm going to go with Elijah Moore. Okay, I love that pick at the five ten. To be honest with you, you showed after when he came back healthy, man. He he was just uh, he looks great. He he really does, man. Um, all right, so let's see what Zach does. He's got the five eleven. Then we're gonna go for the wraparound to uh, our resident IDP guy, Bob Van Duzer, who you know, if you don't know Bob, he's just like a, a bundle of joy. Bundle, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just a, you just want to hug the guy. Um, 
5'11", Zach takes Devontae Smith. I just want to hug him and be like, what did the world do to you to make you so <laughs> angry? You know, he worked in the service industry at Subway. When you deal with that many idiots in a day, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I bet if you buy him a flannel, I think you can open up to him a little bit. He'll, he'll be very, <laughs> very ready to be a good guy to you then. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Alanis and see what size flannel Bob takes. We're gonna we're gonna send him <laughs> Bob takes. a couple flannels out. Oh, there's Amon Ross St. Brown sighting. There he is. All right, so Bob goes Mike Evans at the five twelve, then Amon Ross St. Brown at the six one. Look at that. You know, okay, so you're talking about Amon Ross St. Brown sighting. No Gabriel Davis yet. People have been yeah. going crazy over him after that divisional round. Derrick Henry at the six two, Dalvin Cook at the six three. Chef, that's great value for Dalvin Cook at the 6'3". I mean, where would he have gone at this point last year? Man, he would have been way up the first. there. Way up there that's for right. sure. Eric Henry, too. Derrick Henry would yeah. have been top of the class as well. So, you see, one-year difference. One year can change a lot of things for people's perspective. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I liking the way your team is coming together so far. Um, okay, so, Pork, you got your first rookie. Ooh off the board and why don't you go ahead you selected tyler bass as your kicker who is the rookie that you selected here um i went with george pickens um i'm you know <clears throat> he's my wide receiver one so when i saw uh maddie took uh garrett wilson i was like i figured let me take my guy here too um you know we all know i saw that he was productive and in, in college and i think the skill set that he has is going to translate to the next level. So I think this is good value for him right here. All right. Do not hate that at all. Uh, we got Calvin Ridley goes after you at the six, five and let's see, Steve takes Robbie golds at the six, six. That is Drake London and Nate at the six, seven. You took Kenneth Walker, the third. I sure did. He is my, uh, he's tied for my RB one this year. And looking at the rest of the guys on the board, uh, you know, these running backs, we've seen them, they, they drop. You know, the older mm-hmm. guys, they're dropping. So we're, we're, we're swinging on upside with the youth here. I think Kenneth Walker, he ha- probably has the best chance of any running back in this draft class to land first round. Uh, I don't think it happens, but he has a chance. And if I, I want to bet on a guy that can do that, a, a guy that's going to probably get a good landing spot, get a team that's going to be into him and – he probably has the most potential of this entire class just because of his ability to elude defenders and break off the big plays. As much as I love Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, if he reaches a potential, could be even better. All right. I do not hate that at all. Let me make my selection here. Um, all right. So after that, Elijah Mitchell goes at the 6'8", Terry McLaurin at the 6'9", <clears throat> Keenan Allen at the 6'10", 610 and then I'm taking my you want to guess my first rookie Kenny Pickett Ooh, you better pick it quick incorrect is uh, Isaiah Spiller just... oh, there at it the is 611 uh now I'm back up so you'll have to forgive me all right so we got a couple rookies here I went with Isaiah Spiller at the 611 let's see who Maddie guys are Maddie's guys are They're coming. Ooh. All right. There we go. So at the 612, Malik Willis. And at the 7-1, we got Kyron Williams. And then I went and wrapped around with Michael Pittman at the 7-2. Uh, very on brand, I think, for Maddie. Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. 
coming off the board there. Um, after me, Hollywood Brown goes to Chase at the 7-3. Aaron Jones to was gifted to Cruz at the 7-4. And now Dan is back up and back with us. Let's see what he does here. Michael Carter at the 7-5. So he's actually got a, a very young running back group here. Travis Etienne, Elijah Mitchell, and Michael Carter. So that's good. I'm almost wondering, you think that could this be a buy low for Michael Carter? You know, you use the speculation, maybe they draft a running back, try to get Michael Carter on the cheap. I mean, I would. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. Nobody's talking about him. He actually produced yeah. pretty well last year. He did. It's just the question is, do the Jets commit to Michael Carter? If they do, mm-hmm. well, uh, I'm sure many of us will be all in on Michael Carter, but they draft somebody. I mean, they drafted someone the last two years, so maybe they don't go for someone another year. But I mean, I think they're more than a running back away right now, so they should stick with Carter for at least another year. Um, after he goes, and this is crazy. I mean, look at this. Michael Carter is going before Josh Jacobs, and these are all after Michael Carter. Josh Jacobs at the 7-6. Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the 7-7. Seven, seven. And Ezekiel Elliott at seven eight, then James Robinson at the seven nine to Pork. I mean, this this is just insane. So, I mean, I could definitely see where a world where he could work out better than these guys. Uh, hey, Pork I will wanna... say, Josh Jacobs. Just want to remind you guys and everybody on YouTube, Josh Jacobs is twenty three years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like he's been in the league for a minute. It does. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the league for three years, but he's still 23 years old. So, like, mm-hmm. we're not talking, oh, you know, that second contract is going to be 26. No. Like, the Raiders can extend him, and we'll still get another four or five years out of him in fantasy football. So, mm-hmm. he's another value player right now. Yeah, big time. I was actually looking say- at him. That was going to be my pick if he fell to me. At the couldn't the nine. same thing be said about Zeke? Isn't he only, like, 25? Right, he's still he's 26. 26. Yeah. I mean, Jacobs doesn't have the miles on him, but man, Zeke looks done. Um, James Robinson at the 7-9. Then Dalton Schultz, great pick by Shadow at the 7-10. Uh, Pat Frymuth goes at the 7-11 to Zach. And Bob wraps around with Devin Singletary and Jameson Williams at the 8-1. I, like I want to ask Shev a question. Oh, boy. What do you got? You know Dalton Schultz is a free agent. Do you think hey. he stays with the Cowboys? Do you think he goes somewhere and gets is and if depending on the outcome, does that raise or lower your thoughts on him in Dynasty? I mean, obviously, I hope he somehow stays with Dallas Cowboys. I think they use him so well in that offense, and they're able. He's able to just slide by when they have so many different wide receivers around him. He just easily gets open. It seems like most of the time. I think he can also go to a team and produce as well. It, those in my mind, though, that Austin Hooper, where he's in an offense where he gets put in a great situation and then he goes somewhere that doesn't use him properly. Mm-hmm. And that kind of scares me a little bit. But I think Dalton Schultz can definitely make plays around good players. And I think he can find a good spot if he doesn't go back to the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys could possibly franchise tag him. But I don't know. We'll see. That's the news I've been seeing. So we'll see what happens. But I think he's good enough to make do anywhere, honestly. Okay. I agree. Um, so after that, uh, we went Hopkins at the 8-2, Darnell Mooney at the 8-3. And then, Pork, you take Kirk Cousins at the 8-4. So you're loving the aging NFC North quarterbacks. 
<laughs> it would no appear in this Minecraft. Um, all right. So, Pork, I'll tell you what. Why don't you read us through up until my pick so I can make my pick? How's that sound? All right. So, um, <clears throat> so Noah Fant went at the 8-5. Uh, Rashad Bateman, I love that pick at the 8-6. And then Nate went with <clears throat> Brandon Ayuk at the 8-7. I'm pretty sure his uh, his value went up pretty well after this playoff season. Um, so I, I really like that pick, Nate. Um, and then Dan went with Odell. He definitely helped himself out. Um, Leonard Fournette, that's the one. Well, that's an auto pick, but I think that's a good talking point that we have right now because he becomes a free agent. I'm not really sure uh, where he would go after that. So what you guys think? Uh, yeah, I mean, for him – if he's not in a place where he's the bell cow like he was for Tampa Bay this year, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to really trust him in your lineups. Because yeah, we haven't – I mean, he looked great this year. And if he – if Bucks re-sign him or he gets a place where there's no competition, he's going to be a value. But if he goes somewhere and there's another young guy there, then I mean, the clock's just ticking at that point. I like yeah, it though for him. Yeah. He he's able to go anywhere and catch passes if that's if that's an option. And he's caught I think it was like seventy some passes this season or somewhere near that. I think that's good right. value for a PPR league for sure. Now it does worry me that he's twenty seven years old, but there's a lot of good running backs that have been producing uh past that age or pretty close to that age. So I mean Derrick Henry's obviously an anomaly, but I think at least he holds value in pass catching. I think that really helps him out in the next few seasons. All right. So after the Fournette pick, we went uh, Tua at the 810. Then I took Chase Claypool at the 811. Maddie takes Jerry Judy and Hunter Renfro in the wraparound. Went with Miles Sanders at the 92. I just like the value there. He looked good when he got the ball last year, um, hoping for a bounce back season. And if if he's not with the Eagles after that, I do think he'll sign somewhere to be a starter. Ryan Tannehill at the 9-3, Gasecki at the 9-4. Uh, Dan takes Tyler, Tyler Lockett at the 9-5. Nate, it looks like you were put on auto pick, uh, so Cole Komet was given to you at the 9-6. He was, he was actually my cued pick. Even better. So, um, yeah. There you go. Even better. And Amari Cooper at the 9-7. A.J. Dillon at the 9-8. Michael Thomas at the 9-9. We were just talking about him in the Patreon chat a little bit ago, which um, if you have not yet, make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dinosaur Rewind. Lots of great stuff over there for you. Get better access to us. Um, talking about him a little bit. And then Daniel Carlson. Chev takes Matt Corral. So I'll tell you what, Chev, we're going to be talking about him in a little bit. So why don't we save it for that? Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure you check that video out or check us out on our audio podcast. And then Zach takes a rookie. Let's see who he picked. And I'll talk about uh, Bob's wraparound. He took Chris Alave at the 9-11. Bob goes Zach Wilson and Brandon Cooks. And then Zach is back up on the clock. And we are coming into the last round of this rookie mock draft. It's kind of cool seeing how these uh, rookies fit in, and I think it'll be a lot different with landing spots then too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think For it's sure. going to be crucial this year. Let's see. All right, Tom so. Brady. Oh, no. <laughs> Zach just got retired Tom Brady at the 10-2. Oh, the comeback. The comeback. <laughs> coming back. He believes. It's he believes. Cool Brett Favre. He said oops. So I'm assuming he did not intend to do that. Oh, he so. met Olave. <laughs> yeah, but Olave was for his uh, last pick. 
the 9-11. Uh, gotcha. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then, oh, Shev, oh, that's what I wanted anyway. That was going back. Damian Harris at the 10 3. Pork takes Adam Thielen at the 10 4. Let's see what Will Harris does here. And I guess I better start looking for my last pick, too, because it comes up on you quick. Huh. Yep. I mean, here in the 10th round, there's some guys, there's still some values, but. When it comes to my pick, I'm going to swing for the upside. Oh, Adam Vinatieri went off. I don't know if Will actually has a rookie in mind. Hopefully it's not my rookie. I'm going to go ahead and take my rookie before he gets to say what his rookie is. (laughs) So I'm going to swing for the upside with Jahan Dotson. I love him this year. So I'm – I mean, there's some other names that, you know, depending on my team makeup, I might take before Dotson, but – in, in this situation, a lot of those guys seem to – I don't trust them or they lack the upside. And I think Dotson, you know, with a good landing spot, could be a stud. Mm-hmm. All right. So after that, Derek Carr goes and then Mason Crosby goes. Unfortunately, that's uh, an auto pick. So uh, he's getting a kicker, I guess. <laughs> um, Will's <laughs> asking, is Charbonnet gone? Yes, he's gone back, back to UCLA. So – Unfortunately, he is gone. Uh, then after our lone kicker of the draft, Carson Wentz goes at the 10-10. I took Mike Williams at the 10-11. And Maddie's pick is Hunter Henry. Ooh. So, um, yeah, that is it. So uh, let's see. Will is trying to figure out his rookie pick real quick. Okay, so Zach is switching his pick from Tom Brady to Carson Strong. So Carson Strong at the 10-2. I guess we can do that for him. (laughs) And let's see, someone else is typing, so I will let that. Please hurry up. (laughs) All right, so Maddie is taking Trey McBride instead of Hunter Henry. So that is it. Uh, no No more changing of anything. You're stuck with what you got. So there you go. Our first full startup mock of the season, off-season, dynasty season, whatever you want to call it. Hope you enjoyed it. Tell you what, in the comments, tell us what team you like the best. And tell us what your draft strategy is. We'd love to hear it. And uh, if you'd like to see more mocks like this, please, by all means, let us know. Feel free to reach out to us however you want. And what am I supposed to read, Bob? You can edit this out then. Or Sean, what am I supposed to read? I'm sorry. Are you going to edit this out of the podcast, Mike? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) When you you get the the podcast, you get everything unedited, unless there's a massive mess up. Oh, the rookie rookie order. Dynasty Rewind Unabridged. That's right. Dynasty Rewind Unabridged. All right. um, So let's see. The rookie order above that Bob typed out. Oh, my my bad. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I didn't have that screen up. So this is the order that the rookies were drafted. It was Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, George Pickens, uh, Drake London, Kenneth Walker III, Isaiah Spiller, Malik Willis, Kyron Williams. What is Jamo? Jamo. Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams. <laughs> Chris Olave, Jahan Dodson, Carson Strong, and Trey McBride. So 
if you are watching, you got to hear the smooth version of that. If you are listening, you got to hear me mess up in all my glory. So uh, thank you again for watching that awesome rookie mock draft. Can't wait to do some more with you guys. However, until we get there, let's uh, let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some prospects. Bob, can I do a read through first? Are you going to hang out backstage with us? Yeah, you're going to hang out backstage. So, but before we get to that, I want to know: Do you love drafting? Do you wish you could redraft each week within the season? If so, it's time to check out Underdog Fantasy. Best ball platform season long drafts for the 2022 season are now open. Along with that, there's still weekly drafts and pickums for every playoff game. Support the Dynasty Rewind team and join us on Underdog Fantasy by using promo code Rewind when you make your first deposit, and you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Deposit 100, get 100 more to play with. Boom. The link is in the description. We'll see you there. And listen, if you sign up, make sure you go ahead and let us know. We would love to do some underdog drafts with you. I still got some money in uh, in my underdog account, so I'm looking to spend it. Help me do that. Come take the CEO's money. So <laughs> our first prospect that we're going to be talking about today, that is Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. So he stands at six foot 200. He's 23 years old. Already a red flag there. You can't be good if you're 23. Um, he was a four-star recruit in 2021. He passed for 3,349 yards, 20 touchdowns, five picks. So he averaged 8.7 yards per completion and a 67.9% completion percentage. So he is projected to go in the first round. Again, all of these projections are courtesy of NFL mock draft database.com. Chev, would you like to start us off on Matt Crow because you did draft him in the startup mock that we just did? Yeah. So I think Matt Corral is a guy who is very physical and very tough. Uh, I know he runs a lot with the football. It's some are designed, some are, just will, willy-nilly, once there's nothing going on in the in the passing game, he just takes off. I am a little worried that he just continually just runs into defenders like a madman. That really, 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 really oh my gosh. <laughs> Rewind. It really worries me a little bit because <laughs> you're not going to be taking these same hits from these 300-pounders, 250-pound linebackers that are flying around. So that is a little bit worrisome. But I also I think it helps benefit him. When things get a little bit shaky, he's able to move out of the pocket and get those first downs and be able to continue plays rather than just taking a sack uh, and not moving in, in the pocket or whatnot. So I think he, he does a really good job as well leading his receivers and passes, either it's running backs out of the backfield or it's intermediate or if it's the deep ball. I think he does a good job of being accurate with those passes as well and leads his receivers uh, in good directions. Sometimes he can get a little bit wonky and throw into some weird coverages. I've seen a lot of throwing into two cover or two defender coverages, and then there's a one play where there had to have been at least six or seven defenders in a straight line in front of him, and he just tried to throw the ball as hard as he could, and they got tipped and intercepted. So that is a little bit worrisome for me, but I think he can make it up in the running game. I think he does a good job of just using his legs – Uh, I really hope he can learn how to slide. I think that would definitely preserve him a little bit in the NFL. We've seen guys like Kyler Murray learn how to slide, and there's other guys. Joe Burrow seems like he learned how to slide a little bit better this last season, though he was getting smacked around in the backfield a lot. But I like Matt Corral. I think he's got good accuracy. I really hope he's able to look past the first receiver as well because sometimes I feel like he looks looks to the first receiver and then he sees maybe nothing. He just sees – room to run and he just takes off. So I hope he can get through his progressions a little bit better than what I saw, but 
But I think he's a good talent. I think he's somebody that can use his legs and get those fantasy points for you in that aspect of the game as well. Chev, I agree with a lot of what you said. I'll just mm-hmm. I'll add a few things. He's got a really good arm, but he puts way too much on it on his short passes. I think there's a lot of time. Another concern, I never saw him line up under center, and I understand that you know this is college, but that is something that in the NFL you will be lining up under center at some point in time. Uh, sees you feel well. Feet are typically set well to throw, but not always. Again, big arm, but again, puts too much on it at times. Um, very good awareness in the pocket, but there was a couple of times I thought he got caught from behind, which I had to clean that up, either get rid of the ball and get out of there. Uh, really good at throwing on the run. Very good at running. And Chev, again, what you're talking about here with the sliding, his head's always up when he's sliding. And I saw him get a lot of shots. And yeah, hey, the targeting calls are nice, but you know what's not nice? CTE. So he definitely has to clean a few <laughs> things up in his game. Um, I'll just read my report. Crowell's really intriguing. I absolutely love some of his raw physical attributes. And mentally, he's tough and appears to be a good leader. With him on the field, the team is always in the game, but I do have a few concerns. Never saw him line up under center, which I said, and that's coachable. And I do worry about his tendency to let himself take big hits. When he slides, his head is always up, and I saw him take a multitude of shots to the head. But overall, he throws a good timing, drives the ball, can throw his receivers open, open and can move to extend plays. So I have him graded out at a six and a half, which puts him between good starter and pro bowler. Projected round is one, and I I would love to see him go uh, to Seattle if they would move on from Russell Wilson or the Washington football team. By the time you listen to this podcast, they might have a name, but currently they're still the old football team. I will say, Macra, when he slides – it is like a two seconds too late. By the time he's sliding, mm-hmm. he's already dying by getting hit in the head. So <laughs> you got to, like I said, you got to sure that up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Who wants to touch on Matt Crown next? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it in there real quick. I mean, y'all pretty much gave my whole scouting report on him. Um, the only thing that you didn't say um, that was a really good thing is that his mechanics, when he drops back, when he's in the pistol, it's really like consistent, and I really that's one thing I did see that I really do love a lot. Um, his deep ball to me is probably one of the best in the class. Uh, I think you need to, you know, tighten up the accuracy with that for me. But my biggest thing, my biggest negative thing for him was throwing into um double coverage and stuff like that. That's he needs to definitely work on that, and definitely the sliding that, that was the biggest thing. He was getting clapped and. You're just running straight up without even sliding. If you're just running and just getting hit, that's that's just not that's not going to work at the next level. So once you, well, I think once he just clears up the decision making, like everything that's in there, he has the technique, and he has he. And I think he'll um, he'll get better once he gets drafted. Hopefully, to a good team that can actually coach him up and and do something with that. Nate, you got any thoughts on that, Crow? Yeah, I do. So. I, I'm still early on in my quarterback process because with quarterbacks, by the end of the draft season, I want to be able to watch like 10 games on these guys to really understand. They're the, they're the hardest to kind of get a hold on just through a few games. You know, you've got to really see their progression through the year, what they do. And in the couple of games I've watched so far, I'm not a huge Matt Corral fan. Um, I'm probably lower on him than most of you guys. Um, I didn't think 
the arm was that great. I think it's okay, but I don't think he has a big arm where he's going to really impress scouts or, you know, get the ball down the field consistently. And I was actually a little upset about his deep accuracy. And I felt like he wasn't able to throw his man open on the deep routes. He kind of just threw it up there and hoped for the best sometimes. Um, the running thing is definitely an issue. He needs to figure out how to slide, run less. I think that will happen naturally at the NFL. We saw a guy like Justin Herbert run a bunch in college. And in the NFL, you know, we, we know he has legs, but he doesn't run as often as like a Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. I think Matt Corral just needs to kind of bring it back into the Justin Herbert range, what Joe Burrow did his rookie year, uh, what we saw Aaron Rodgers do when he was young, and not try to be the next Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray with his legs because he's not that athletic. He's pretty athletic, but he's not that kind of guy. Um, and then when you hear about Matt Corral – you people talk about him like his production's incredible. Okay. Joe Burrow's out there throwing 55 touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> right. Corral's got 20. Okay. Mm. Now, if you take away his two easiest games of the year, okay, where Ole Miss won by a combined 115 to 38 against Tulane and Appalachian State. Okay. Matt Corral had eight passing touchdowns in those two games combined. So if you take those two easy games away against the rest of SEC competition, he's, he threw 12 touchdown passes in 11 games. Okay, that's not impressive. You say, oh, but Matt Corral, he runs the ball too. Yeah, he had 11 rushing touchdowns. Four of them came against Tulane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see the production at the level I'd really like to see, especially with an offensive-friendly scheme like Ole Miss has. I understand that maybe his wide receivers weren't the Ole Miss wide receivers they've had before with – DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and uh, <clears throat> um, what's what I'm missing them now. Elijah, Elijah, yeah. So you know there's some there's some studs there at Ole Miss, and we they're not there right now. But I, I still would expect Matt Corral to do better. Um, so when I go through it all, he kind of grades out. I think he can start in the NFL. I think he has potential. I think the legs or something you know can give us something in fantasy football. But for me, this is not a guy that I would want to take in the first half of the first round. Um, He probably has more of a second-round grade for me. I'm sure he'll get drafted in the first round because quarterbacks are needed. But for me, he's a second-round grade. Uh, I gave him a 5.82, Mike, to compare to your ranking. Um, And that puts him significantly lower than like the top five from last year. Um, I I have him below – Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance by a good bit. Um, going back, he's slightly above, a little bit above Jordan Love for me from two years ago. Um, just I'm not I'm not in the Mac Corral chain. Sorry. All right. Hey, fair enough. Do also want to just mention, you know, you're talking about the touchdowns. He did have 614 yards and 11 touchdowns on the ground. So. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You know everything you're describing. Do you know what current NFL player you basically just comped Matt Corral to? Who? Jalen Hurts. I know it. I'm just saying, look, the height, the weight, everything that you're saying, it's it's a really fair comp. Although I will say I do think Jalen Hurts is a better runner than Matt Corral uh, as far Mm -hmm. as keeping himself safe. He doesn't really put himself in the positions to get hammered like Matt Corral does. 
that's going to be a big issue. Right? Mm-hmm. Is Crowell at the Senior Bowl, by the way? Was he invited? No. I don't no. think so. Okay. Do you know who else, what other quarterback had 11 rushing touchdowns and actually had 800 yards on the ground? Malik this Willis? Year? No. Sam Howell. Ah, we'll be talking about him at some point. I'm sure. So, so when when we take the rushing stats into account, let's remember that Matt Corral and Sam Howell, uh, their offense this year was first read and uh, tuck. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. All right, so let's move on to our second prospect. But before we do, I do want to know: Are you looking for a new way to play Dynasty? Way to go deeper than just drafting, trading, and setting lineups. If that's true, it's time to check out DynastyOwner.com. DynastyOwner.com is the new and improved way to play Dynasty Fantasy Football at its deepest level, featuring new challenges like managing a salary cap, navigating player contracts, as well as setting your lineups. Sure, rookies are a value now, but what about in the future? Build your dynasty around the cap and Matt Corral and make the tough decisions when the time comes. New leagues are now forming. It's time to own your dynasty at DynastyOwner.com. Let them know the Dynasty Rewind sent you by using the code Rewind. The link will be in the description. Let's move on to our second prospect of the day. Pork and I aren't going to talk about Jerry on Ely as much. We'll add what we need to, but that is because we did a versus series, him versus another prospect. We're not going to give it away, but Bob is going to go ahead and link that in the description of this video, which I know he loves to do so much. So Jerry on Ely, another player from Ole Miss. He's 5'9", 185, 21 years old. He was a five-star recruit. And in 2021, 133 attempts, 768 yards, five touchdowns. He averaged 5.8 yards per carry. And he's a projected fifth-round draft pick. Again, all these projected draft capital is courtesy of NFLMockDraftDatabase.com. Nate, you were down on the first Ole Miss prospect. How do you feel about this one? Kind of similar. I know uh, we got some fans of Ely around here. Um, there's no way you can convince me that this guy is five foot nine. Um, he's gonna he's gonna come in a, a good bit shorter than that, I think. Um, definitely five eight. Chance for five seven, I think. Um, you know, I was I was impressed by his athletic ability. Uh, he, he's got a lot of bursts coming out of the backfield. You know, on those checkdowns that he was getting every now and then, you know, he, the, he just got at the field so quick. It was very impressive. I mean, he he runs straight through the line of scrimmage. Gets he, He's able to, def, you know, Bob's going to have to cut this out. I'm, just, I'm like Mike over here. He's us. He's able to split defenders with his speed. It's impressive. So he's got he's got the athletic ability definitely going for him. And he actually runs with a bit more power and strength than I expected for his size. But, at, you know, despite that, he's still five foot eight. So, you know, power and strength at five foot eight isn't the same as power and strength at six foot. So he's just limited a little bit by his size, I think. But he does project pretty well as a receiving back at the next level, I think, with that burst. He had 32 receptions this year, and I think we got to see that he actually is a good receiver uh, coming into this year. He only had uh, 35 receptions through his first two years. So him getting to get that, that production out of the backfield through the passing game has really helped his draft stock, I think compared to last year. And he's a guy that I think we're going to see people swing on in the third, fourth rounds of the rookie drafts uh, because he has the PPPR, the PPR upside. And, I'm not sure if I'm going to be the person swinging on him, 
but I see what other people like about him. It just isn't there enough for me to really like him. All right, fair enough. Chev, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I think he's a good quick back. I just don't know what kind of juke moves he has. I feel like every time he tries to do a juke movement, it mm-hmm. is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's just like it's just not a normal juke move that anybody has done that I am familiar with, I guess. So that that's the one thing that scares me a little bit. Obviously, he's athletic, but he just doesn't have that shiftiness that I think we would like to see. I do like what Nate said about the PPR. I mean, he's definitely a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield and do something with it, get quick up the field and make things happen. I think the best trait that he actually has is his contact balance. It seems when he gets hit, he is always in good contact. His, I mean, obviously it helps. He's five five and he's low to the ground, so that definitely is is great for him. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I'm not just kidding. He's like five seven five eight, like they said probably, but. I think that's his best attribute that he has. I mean, he's not an easy guy to get down. You have to definitely – arm tackles are not going to get this guy down. So I think that's huge for him. But I don't see him being a guy that can run between the tackles consistently for me. I think he's going to be more of a guy that has to be outside or catching passes out of the backfield, which is fine. But I'm not drafting a guy super high like Jerry on Ely um, in that range of the other guys that we're talking about. I agree with you, Chef. I, I don't think he's a consistent in between the, the tackles runner at the NFL level. And, you know, a lot of these guys, you're going to see good NFL back or good college backs, not good NFL backs. Same for all positions. Player could be good in college and not at the next level. One of the things that I'm kind of looking at when I'm scouting running backs is he a three down back or a third down back? And Jerry on Ely to me is a third down back. With his size, but what he could do with the ball in his hands, I think he's going to make a roster somewhere. And there might be times where you're in a redraft league, you're picking this guy up off the scrap heap because everybody else is hurt, which we talked about in the mock earlier. You know, we see great value in that that startup. So, you know, running backs take a beating. That being said, um, my grade on him, the grade might be a little high. I have him at a 5.09. It's because I, I do like his receiving ability. That kind of bumped his score up for me. It would have been under five. Mm-hmm. But his projected rounds, I have him round six to UDFA. I feel like there could be a team that kind of takes a shot on him because they really okay. want to get him in camp, but they're also not afraid to cut bait with a sixth or seventh round pick. But they want him there to see what they have. Pork, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> y'all pretty much hit the nail on the head with that, but I, I see I see a lot of third down work from this guy and if you get him in space he's the type of person that's going to be <clears throat> bursty as Garrett Price used to say while he was here but <clears throat> being extremely bursty and, and getting extra yards but I think with him I think I just like the fight in him especially if he's if he's 185 and 59 and you can't get him down off of one tackle I think a lot of people are going to underestimate that at the next level and he and he'll go but I don't get how Nate can not like Ely, but love JJ Taylor. JJ Taylor's like four foot ten. It doesn't do much of anything yet. I think JJ <laughs> Taylor was a better runner than Jerry on Ely. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. But you was making fun of his height, and JJ Taylor's like a, a borderline short person. Hey, you know, I think you know <laughs> what's Jerry on Ely's potential? At best, it's the next Danny Woodhead. Which is fun. Because Danny Woodhead actually produced at one point. 
Yeah, Danny Woodhead was and, decent and, and, until he got hurt. Yeah, and he, he was a RB one one year, if I'm not mistaken. So I was like, I'm I'm perfectly fine with you saying Danny Woodhead, if, even though it sounded like it was a little bit of a jab. I mean, by Nathan, you got to have the opportunity. I don't know if Ely's going to get yeah, the yeah. opportunity, but if he does, hey, he's got the athletic ability, he's got the receiving ability. So from there, there's a lot of upside if an offense chooses to feature him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him being a feature back, but I see him being no. kind of one of those my guys that I'm definitely going to be taking a stab on late in rookie drafts when you know when you're you're picking up those Khalil Herberts and Elijah Mitchells last year just guys that didn't have the best draft capital but they're one injury or one bad breakaway from getting on the field this could be that and especially with his receiving ability I think that really helps him a lot Mm -hmm. so uh that is that for Jerry on Ely and before we close out I just want to introduce a new New partner and sponsor here at the Dynasty Rewind, and that is SeatGeek. Are you looking to support the Dynasty Rewind team and enjoy your favorite live events at a great price? It is time to check out our friends at SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the leading mobile-focused ticket platform that enables fans to buy and sell tickets for sports, concerts, and theater events, because we all love the theater at the Dynasty Rewind. I do. They search all the big ticket sites for you, analyzing thousands of ticket listings and present the results using SeatGeek's deal score system and rate the best deals all in one place. They utilize 3D maps to make finding the perfect seat easy for you. Creating an account takes seconds. When you use promo code DYNASTYREWIND, you'll get $20 off your first ticket purchase. 20 bucks off right off the bat. Not a percentage, 20 bucks. It's fantastic. Sign up today and enjoy a game tomorrow. So go ahead, check out SeatGeek. Check out all of our great sponsors. But until then, Chev, we're going to check you out. What do you got for us today? You know, twenty dollars can get you a lot. I mean, that could have that could got that could have got you into a lot of Suns games a few years back. You can probably get into some OKC games right now. The Coyotes down here are definitely you're getting into that for free most of the time. So, but I have a verse from Galatians five one. It says, "It is for freedom that Christ has set us free." Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. Uh, For me, I I read it like this. Don't carry your burdens around. Give those to God. God already died on the cross for us. He took those burdens away from us at that point. He loved us so much that he did that for us. Give your burdens up to him. Quit carrying that sack of rocks around. Drop those rocks. Give it to God. Quit carrying all your burdens and all your stress. Give it to God and give it to the person that has already died for your sins, he's already loved you enough to do so. So that's that's my verse of the week. I think you just need to get rid of those burdens, man. It, it's, it's hard to live life when you've got those burdens on your back and you have all that stress. Give it up. It's time to give it up. All right, great words from a great man. Chev, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Um, so, well, why is it just me now? Okay, there we go. Back to the four of us. All right. So, until next time, everybody, for Nate, Chev, Pork, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Take me out of here. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.